now that we're recording. Uh, speaking of snake balls, um, whenever when you brought that up, it immediately made me think of Rat King. You guys have heard yes. of, of yeah, the Rat yeah, King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh, I love the idea of a Rat King. Someone suggested. Uh, so so you know of my like the creature that I want to put in a D and D game. Uh, I'm sure you've told me about this because this sounds familiar. The Barrapede? That's the one I wanted to put in. <laughs> you got the idea from me. Did I? Yes. Are uh, you sure you both didn't get the idea from no, my I, Photoshop I told... file, Barrapede? Barrapede. <laughs> it's a bear and a gorilla and a peed. Uh, wait, what's the peed? <laughs> what? Centipede. It's just super long bear gorilla. Is it all the arms are gorilla arms and it's just a very long bear? All the legs are Bear, bear legs. legs and the front of its gorilla. But it's what <laughs> in the actual fuck are you guys anyway, describing? Anyway, the Your idea nightmares. the idea that I had after hearing about a rat king is I want people to to eventually you know play in a game to run into an alligator king, which is just the same thing as a rat <laughs> but king. Tail is but all like tied all together. the tails are is all alligators, so it's like fifty alligators just swarming <laughs> I together. I feel like they lose their ability to death roll if they're all t- stuck. No, they to each do it other. just even better. They no, just no, no, all no, no. latch onto you and each, roll all at yeah, once. Each of them latch onto you and then they each do their own death roll and you just instantly get shredded i want to make did you see big o yeah what big Uh, o the anime big o it was about giant robots fighting each other oh not what i expected it to be about but go on (laughs) there's this uh monster on there that's like a salamander that's a bunch of different like snake halves put together so like this is the head of a snake this is the head of a snake and this is the head of a snake and they can open it all up in like a tri mouth yeah i want that with alligators it makes it makes you think of like uh well, and I know that it doesn't really op- open up, but like whenever I see something like that, where it's like, "Hey, here's like six mouths opening at once," it makes me think of like the Death Star. Like it looks like the perfect like, "Hey, we're all opening and gonna fire a giant laser out of our mouth." Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of like uh, Godzilla in that Godzilla review we never released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Which yeah, Godzilla? Yeah. Uh, it was Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. Which we should why just do you again s- at some point. Why didn't you? Because like... Josh didn't ever edit it. Hey, shut up. Know. Um... <laughs> It was a great episode too. Uh, is it gone? Like, is there still a no? Way I to still have it? the audio. Uh, it's we're really bad. Like, man, we are not comfortable on the mic in that episode. Uh, <laughs> it is still it's our... still a funny episode though because uh, Chris confuses Nagasaki and Fukushima, <laughs> and we oh, just no. to this day still give him crap about that. Oh yeah, oh, and he and he was like not embarrassed and he like, oops, I flubbed a line, but like, man. People from Nagasaki are going to be pissed at me, <laughs> Rick. Ah, I have dishonored my family. <laughs> Which is why we never released that episode. That's not why. <laughs> I was going to release it and intentionally leave that in. I just n- never got around to it. Right, exactly. So what, what what are we doing this time? Good point. We may as well start talking about the actual podcast. <laughs> I was wondering how we'd actually get there. I was wondering if it was going to come up organically. If no, not at all. We're just starting now. I, I, I get um, bored and then I just force it. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. It's officially the listener request month of spooks. Uh, we're combining two separate months, and we're starting it a little early, but, you know, that's how things work around here hey, sometimes. Star Wars um, and Christmas is just button everything out, so... Uh, it really is, but we didn't want to get rid of either of the months, and so we're combining them. And thanks to our fantastic listeners, uh, we actually have a lot of movies to choose from, so I'm yeah, excited to hear what everyone picks. Uh, we'll be getting to those uh, each week. We're going to pick a new movie from the horror and suspense films that our listeners have suggested to us. And tonight, we're going to start with Brian. So, Brian, why don't you let us know what movie we're going to be watching? I, uh, I picked... Cabbing in the Woods from, uh, who, who was it? Was it Ichiboogie? <laughs> it was Mr. Eat Your Booty. Mr. Ichiboogie's idea? Yeah. Uh, the first one in, we're watching is Cabin in the Woods. Thank you, Mr. Eat Your Booty, for your suggestion <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, hi, my name's Josh. I'm a student here in Nashville, uh, and I'm in the woods. 
I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and you know, actually, I'm just in one of those cubes and beneath the woods. <laughs> what? Spoilers. One of the monsters. That's what I'm saying. What? Do you, have you not seen this movie? We'll, sure we'll get into that. Go on, Andreas. <laughs> I thought everyone had seen this movie. Hi, I'm Andreas. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and I drove a motorcycle into an invisible wall. And uh, oh, <laughs> what, what the fuck? And, and I don't get a turn. <laughs> <laughs> and screw you, Brian. <laughs> Talk about a snub. Go on. I'm a. Uh, Brian, I'm an illustrator here in Nashville. <laughs> and I just don't feel like doing that. I, I just don't have it. <laughs> I'm the, Merman. The fire has gone out from yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Merman. And we're opinionated. Ah, what a fantastic, totally not shitty at all start to the (laughs) listener request month of spooks. Uh, Well, as Brian let us know, we're going to be watching Cabin in the Woods. The Cabin in the Woods came out in 2011. It currently holds a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was directed by Drew Goddard, and it stars Kristen Connolly, Chris Hemsworth, Anna Hutchinson, Fran Krantz, and many, many others. Five friends go for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargained for, discovering the truth behind the cabin in the woods. Dun, dun, dun. I just found out, I'm, you know, looking at IMDb, I just found out Joss Whedon wrote this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dog. Yeah. I like how all this is information you guys know. Like, yeah. We've seen this movie we and it's it. good. Exactly. All right, okay. <laughs> I have to talk about this. You, you thought everyone here had seen this movie. I thought everyone had seen this movie. I've sort of seen this movie. Like, like a party okay. in You've the background sort of kind it? of thing. Mm. Did you watch part of it and get scared? Did you watch away? an AMV Shut about up. it? <laughs> uh, I, I started watching it from behind a pillow, and then I was like, mm, I think it's past my bedtime. And I excused myself and left. So you did get scared and ran away. Shut up. But it's not a scary movie, though. It's like I really hate scary, scary movies, and it's, it's not a scary movie. There's it's a very scary meta parts movie. to yeah. it. I love that I mean, I'm there's like, monsters. No. Monsters can be scary. Shut up. They can, but it's, it's like... Look, okay. Brian, I'm I'm glad that you're here with me for this. But were you with us on our last October no, month of spooks? Okay, no, you no. weren't part of the podcast. I probably yet did at that like point. one. No, I was there. Yeah, he was there. He I just, just missed a couple. Didn't of see some of the. He did not see <laughs> He just skipped out. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't there for. You Fred left there. me. You were here and you left me. You could have left. You, you knew better. <laughs> uh, no, I'm glad that you're here because I hate horror movies. Uh, notoriously, when we watched uh, the first chapter of it. In theaters, still uh, haven't seen it. I uh, I accidentally um, may have cuddled up with Chris in the theater <laughs> because I was scared. Like just as a knee jerk reaction, yeah. I quote clung unquote to his arm. accidentally. It wasn't. Uh, so I'm not a fan of horror movies. I've heard from lots of people, not just you guys, that Cabin in the Woods isn't really a horror movie. It kind of takes the horror movie tropes and turns it on its head mm. and makes a movie about those tropes. Yes. Basically, yes. Um, and I'm excited to see that. Um, the first time this was playing, I didn't know that, and so I just left because it started. <laughs> you know, the spooky moves, music started playing, and it, you know, everyone thing got dark, and, and Chris wasn't there to cuddle with. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. No, there, there, I didn't have my cuddle buddy with me. Um, but n- now, having had enough people spoil it for me, I know what happens. Um, but only kind of in vague terms. It's kind of like if you've ever had someone spoil the sixth sense for you. Right. It's like, okay, I know this twist ending for the sixth sense, mm. but that's not the same as having watched it and seeing how it plays out. So I know what happens in Cabin in the Woods, but I don't know what happens in Cabin in the Woods, if that makes yeah. sense. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, Good. How about you guys? You guys have all seen it and yeah. apparently love this movie. Yeah, you know? I really enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I've only seen it the once, but I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Okay. Um, what was your guys' exp- When you went into it, did you know the kind of movie that it was, or did you think it was going to be a horror movie? I was told, I was just told it was a horror movie with, about horror movies. Like, I knew that that much. I didn't know that much about, like, the actual, like, plot or the twist to it or anything. Mm-hmm. I just knew that it was kind of a meta commentary on movies. Okay, gotcha. How about you guys? I don't remember my thought. If didn't I knew we what see was going it? Didn't on. Paul show it to I us? Think I, so. I know Paul showed it to me, and he was like really like in his yeah. movie buff mode for that one. Yeah, I could I could see that being the way it was. I I don't remember. I feel like I saw it in theaters, but I don't remember if I did or not. I don't think I did. I I, I remember that I like it a lot. I just yeah. don't remember the specific circumstances that I was watching it under originally. Um, but I'm I'm excited to see it again for sure. Well, uh, I, all right, I'm ready to go get into it. I don't want to yeah. talk about it too much ahead of time because, yeah. like I said, it's been yeah. spoiled. But I don't want to get into the specifics. Right. Sure. So uh, I guess we'll be back in just a minute after we're finished watching the cabin in the woods. The lambs have passed through the gate. They are come to the killing floor. Let's get this party started! I seriously believe something weird is going on. What is that thing? We have to stay together. This isn't right. We should split up. Yeah, good idea. Really? Speaking of personal attacks, uh, there's a lot of them in this movie. It's yes, weird. there it's are. Almost like it's kind of sort of a slasher. Almost. Uh, I, I see what you guys mean. It wasn't as scary as uh, as I had I had believed it to be. Okay, because I walked out when I first saw this. Uh-huh. When the suspense when I first was building, saw part of it. I guess uh, when it was still building, I walked out when they like walked into the creepy ass basement full of like obvious set yourself up for horrible things to come devices. Right. right? Exactly. Like. It's fairly obvious, and again, you know, it's playing with the idea of horror tropes. But oh man, she starts reading Latin from the horrible torture diary. Like, yeah, oh, like a bad don't idea. read the Latin. Yeah, uh, I love how they even call that. I was like, what if you do? Don't read that Latin. Right? And she reads the Latin. Yeah. yeah. But like, that is when I walked out because I was like, this is spooky shit. I'm leaving. Did you see the whole beginning or like? Because I would be curious how before you watched the whole thing, how you would have interpreted the scenes where they're like. You know, in the other the other side of things, uh, with the managers or whatever you want to call them, I had seen those. Mm-hmm. You just um, hadn't really processed them or put them in. Well, no, I I knew what was going on, but just because you kn- I know what's going on doesn't mean that scary things aren't scary, yeah. or jump scares aren't jumpy or whatever. And this movie doesn't have a lot of jump scares or anything, mm-hmm. but that that idea still, where it's like, yeah, you know, I I know what's happening. I, I've I've read the plot summary to Saw. It doesn't make it any less uncomfortable <laughs> if we start to watch it. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I knew I knew the gist of what was going on because from the very get-go, they let you know, oh, hey, this is being orchestrated against these kids for right. whatever reason. Um but that didn't change the fact that seeing them walk down and like one dude stare at us at a slowly playing <laughs> music box while someone else opens a puzzle cube and one someone girl like put on reads Latin from the torture diary. I'm right. like, yeah, okay, I'm out. And Chris the- Hemsworth is just about to blow the conch of the merman. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. the least. That's the yeah. least menacing one of them all. Like- I I really wanted to know what the deal with the 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 uh, film strip that the guy was looking at. I also been. wanted. I was very yeah. curious about what that. I feel one like that's probably been. like the strangers one. Like that's they what record I was their murders. Yeah. I don't know. That might be it. Yeah. Or, or I was thinking maybe because a lot of these monsters that we end up seeing are references or homages to 
classic horror movies right. or franchises. And I was if thinking maybe maybe it'd be too. like a like a poltergeist kind of thing. That could be it. You yeah, know, I where like, oh, they're coming out of the TV at you. I, right. I don't know. But I was I was happy that this one didn't, re- didn't really spook me as much as I thought it would right. the right. last time I saw it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed the scenes that I enjoyed the most were the um, were the like office scenes where they're underneath discussing like, oh, man, it's uh, you know, get Deb from accounting over here. <laughs> yeah. We really got to sort this. <laughs> Those damn guys fuck up every time. They just kind of exactly. operationalize the whole thing. The thing that I noticed this time is that it is difficult for me to decide who I'm rooting for in this movie, because mm-hmm. honest, obviously you kind of want to root for the kids because they're not really kids. But, you know, well, yeah, like, you, you want to root for for them because they're innocent, more or less. And you don't really want to see the only murdered, mm, yeah, like, horribly. Cl- crime there. Uh, guilty of is being young and stupid. Yeah, exactly. And they're and not, not even really that stupid. They're just kind of made to be stupid. Yeah, right. But like at the same time, I also don't really feel like I'm not rooting against the the guys that are controlling all this because they're doing it for reasons that I understand. There are literal giant demon monster gods under the earth that they're trying to keep from murdering everyone on the planet. So like, well, they do a good job of making both both sides of the equation seem. Like sim seems sympath like sympathetic. Sympa- is a good word for it, yeah. You can sympathize with both sides, and then at different points, both sides seem like yeah, I'm gonna root for yeah. them, f- root against them for a little while. Like right. the like the 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 kids when they're in the cabin and they start to do stupid things, or when like they're all getting high and playing truth or dare. It's like all right, you dummies. Like yeah, but they were like chemically induced to do a lot of that i know right. i know but you, you still you still just kind of inherently get the feeling of like all right come you, you dumb kids Ooh, you're gonna start getting slashed and then there's times where it's like oh man look at this betting pool they've got and you know oh they've all gathered around to watch like the sex scene in the woods like right. oh, look at these scummy dudes yeah you go get them kids right <laughs> right like it, it's interesting in that it in many ways it requires you to have kind of a bit of a double think to it of rooting for both sides at the same time and also rooting against both sides at the same time that right. you don't really see in most movies. Okay, the, because for people that haven't seen it, you, you should, but the gist of the movie is five five college kids go to a cabin in the woods and are systematically picked off. But it turns out, unlike your traditional horror movie, um, this has all been orchestrated by people who are setting up these events uh, in order to use them as a ritualistic sacrifice uh, to appease the ancients who are this massive race of like elder gods that will come and destroy everything otherwise. So that's the gist of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to know because like we said, both sides can be sympathetic taking the movie as a whole. I want to know what, who are you guys rooting for as a whole by the end of the movie? Um, by the end of the movie, I'm rooting against the kids. Like really? Cause three of the two three of them are dead it feels like okay yeah this one guy he doesn't deserve to die but you kill him and the entire human race doesn't end in fiery damnation you know so like but that's just what we're told by them mm-hmm. like we don't actually know what's going to happen when I mean, these guys come out of the ground that's that's fair but what, at the what, same what time like no we see the giant arm come out of the ground what do you mean we don't yeah, know what but i mean do? He, he didn't reach up and just say i hate humans he just came out of the ground and woke <laughs> what do you up mean, I, like oh hi elder god here let's sit down and discuss a peaceful way to resolve our differences i mean it's just <laughs> like if aliens came to earth like we don't instinctively know what we're going to do we're just going to assume that they're a threat to our way of life 
I mean, yes, but at the same time, when a giant hand punches through the earth and it's made of magma and it destroys like things, things in the, the first center thing. of the earth are made of magma. <laughs> That's just I, how my, it works. My <laughs> assumption is that it is not a good thing that is popping up. I I don't see any reason to assume they were lying. At least to the best of their information, they seem to believe good this is the case. Good things don't live at the center of the Santa doesn't live at the center of the earth. You don't know that for sure. <laughs> he lives at the North Pole. That's that established. That's canon. The I'm sorry, the have you visited him there? It's Mm-mm. canon. Uh, no, look, like, no, I, I think it's fair to assume no. that... Well, that's why you're so weird. Okay, it makes sense now. <laughs> I think, okay, that's slightly <laughs> off topic. Uh, d- did any of you guys, like, believe in Santa as a kid? Yeah, I, yeah for a little bit. I was, I did not know my parents, I didn't even celebrate Christmas growing up, so... Oh, because your your parents like, grew up in the cult, right? Yeah. Well, they didn't grow up in the cult. I grew up while my parents were in the cult, and then like they and then got they, out. And of then it. they were like, "Ah, shit, it's a cult." And <laughs> they, then they got out. That's essentially what happened. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that you are not far off. <laughs> so you didn't celebrate Christmas, correct? Uh, which I'm gonna just start bringing up whenever you talk about my non movie watching youth. I'm gonna I mean, be like, "Hey, I may not have watched movies, but at least I got Christmas." But you know what I did watch? Christmas movies. Get out of here. <laughs> what was um, that other holiday you did instead of Christmas? Like, wasn't we, it a seven day thing? Yeah, like we did the Feast Hanukkah? of Tabernacles. It was a, it was, it was a, an old Jewish thing, and like you would New go on Ether's vacation. New Maypole Day. Honestly, it was better than Christmas because I also got to go to Florida and have a vacation on top of getting presents. Yeah. So it was like Fair. Christmas plus. I mean, that's just like what your family did. Like other Anyone families can could do go that go for, Christmas. for Christmas. They can, but from the Christmas movies I have watched. To study the the habits of the Christmas goer, <laughs> so I could understand. Look, some them. people take I'm just their imagining, take, like, some kids, people right? take ninety percent of their families overseas to Europe for Christmas. <laughs> I have seen Home Alone too. Yes, <laughs> it was terrible. Um, hey, I like that one. More. It, it how was, about you guys? Did you guys like believe in so, Santa? Because yeah. I I was raised, and they're like, "Oh, here's Santa. It's actually us parents because we want the credits for giving you the gift, <laughs> but we're going to pretend it." And so I grew up being like, "Oh, Santa's fun, but I know he's not real." Right. And then he came down your chimney one night and you let you ride in his sleigh. Uh, okay. You're giving <laughs> I, don't me a look. To, I don't know how to respond to that. Like, <laughs> you, okay. oh, yeah. you, you gave me a look that was like, it could be interpreted as, I don't know how to take this. Or it could have been like, yes, and it was terrible. Santa, <laughs> Santa did things to me, Rick. You wouldn't understand. You let the reindeer do things too. <laughs> it was horrible. Reindeer games. <laughs> reindeer games. No, they, you asked to join no, in. They, they, <laughs> they made him. No, they made him sit with Rudolph. Mm, so Brian, you believed in Santa. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't believe that Santa was still active, but I believe there was once a Santa, and we're just like carrying oh, on his tradition. Oh, you're like you're like <laughs> in memoriam of Santa. Yeah. Yeah, they shot him down with an air, air <laughs> surface to air missile one day, and then there was no more Santa in track. How so. far back did you think Santa existed? Like, was he like dinosaur Santa? No, I thought he was like he was like man. It sure would have been cool to grow up in the seventies when Santa was around. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought it was like old English Santa kind of. Oh, thing. Well, I mean, it Saint does come, Nicholas. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, it does come yeah, yeah, from yeah. Saint Nicholas. Yeah, that's sure, what, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. What about you, Andreas? Did you believe uh, Santa for a little bit when I was a kid, um, but not terribly long? Probably okay. like. Four or eight five. Ten. Ten. Oh, eight to ten. I think I was like, that feels 12, like 12 plus. I mean, I don't know. I didn't believe in Santa ever, so. Well, you didn't believe in Christmas. Probably more like right. eight, well, actually. No, I believed in Christmas. Like, that was a thing that people did. People Maybe. always would But forget. you didn't have the Christmas spirit. It doesn't <laughs> count. He had, that is true. He had I didn't. a Christmas spirit. It was just spite. <laughs> it wasn't. No. There was a lot of spite, because every year, everyone would 
quote unquote forget that I didn't do Christmas and be like, hey, Rick, what did you get for Christmas? Oh, wait, you didn't get anything. <laughs> when was your uh, your holiday? Wasn't it in like May or something? Uh, no, it's like in October ish. Wait, they couldn't even like put it in December so you could have an equivalent? I mean, it, look, it, it had a specified page. No, look, like, look, look, Because when the Jewish people as a whole were deciding when Hanukkah was going to exist, it was like, we should probably put it near Christmas. Well, that was, you know, that was we on the day. Fair, this would happen with Christmas, too. Yeah. It's like, you know what? We already have this uh, tradition of Saturnalia. Yeah. Anyway, how does this in any way well, all of this to, to say, Santa doesn't live in the center of the earth. Things in the center of the earth are evil. The giant hand coming up at the end of the movie is clearly going to destroy you. You know what was a missed opportunity? There's no, like, Santa Claus monster in the background of this movie. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? It very really? well not? I think there's going to be one. Not that I saw. I, if there is, then correct me. We can and, look know, at the whiteboard. Somebody somebody shoot me a thing on Twitter and tell me, like, hey, Rick, you got it fucking wrong, asshole. <laughs> but I mean, people do that anyway. But but I, but I all, all of this to say I'm always right, like so, you Rick know. you're oh, rooting right. for the the save the world.org by the end like the I end. feel like at the beginning of the movie yes I'm very much against them winning but like as things get get more and more dire you know like I okay if you if you let me pick between like which group of people I want to die it goes like any of the ones that we only briefly see the monster and like a fail screen for those are the ones I want to lose the most and then like, like, like the oh little, no Sweden failed right. in, in sacrificing to the elder exactly gods. or I would and then my next choice is the little little Asian girls because like you only see them for a second okay. and I don't have any attachment to them also I really want to see whatever freaking movie that was because that right. looks like it would be amazing <laughs> like uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. asian schoolgirl ghostbusters did they right. have to go by the same rules that we did because which no, one of them was cultural i think it's, it's cu- yeah i think it is cultural jeez oh, okay it is cultural though because yeah, i thought she was saying like it, it exists in different cultures but it's changed but here's how it works i feel like it's in it's this different. culture yeah i feel like it's different per per well, group okay and that's the other thing i'm wondering is like it is just okay hey our culture did our thing and so now all of the elder gods I think, worldwide. Yeah. I, I think, think it's like it's, once one link is broken, the whole chain comes apart. Well, why don't they just team up and be like, "All right, you guys kill the fool, we'll kill the nerd." I mean, they—it's not an issue of resources. I mean, they have like an absurd amount of of control over this situation. But I'm kind of with the dude who's like, "How hard is it killed? To, how hard is it to kill a bunch of school children?" I'm like, "Yeah, They're how Asian. hard is it to kill a bunch of school children?" <laughs> well, the thing is, it has to be done in a specific way. The the entire movie is a metaphor for the. Uh, horror movie industry and like the way slasher films work right, right. i'm just talking yeah. within universe other cultures have their yeah. whole it, thing well, that seems they have to they have to follow the rules it's, yeah it's, they have to leave as, some of it right but what rule is there for murdering a classroom of school children is it like well, i have Japanese to go by movies. height i mean it seems like it's got to be that monster that that kills them like they they yeah they can't purify the thing and turn it into a frog or whatever shit they did yeah that's the thing i really love about this movie is that all of the different other sites are using different rules because there's different horror movies in those Their places. own genres yeah. have their own yeah. patterns. Yeah. Yeah. And for the US, it's slasher movies. For Japan, it's like, you know, creepy little ghost children. <laughs> like spiritual stuff. I wonder if yeah. every year they're just sitting there praying, like, don't get Godzilla, don't get Godzilla. Don't get <laughs> yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Uh, so. Shit, there goes Tokyo. <laughs> again. <laughs> All right, so Rick, you're rooting for the the Save the World Corporation by the end. Yeah. Yes, like once once it seems there are no other options except like this one guy dies or the entire universe is is or human race is destroyed. Yes, I am rooting against that one. Fair, uh, Brian, Andreas, how about you guys? I actually kind of switched places between my first and second viewing of this movie. When I first watched it, I was all on board with the uh, the I guess 
sacrifices. I was like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> but uh, like, you know, screw yeah. this organization. They, they don't have the right to do this. And then after watching it this time, I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty fair uh, exchange there. Five people versus seven billion. <laughs> like that. That's. I, I have to wonder like, okay, so it, is the the situation have to be like they have to be sacrificed or like if they choose to nope out of there when they see the creepy guy does that qualify as like okay they made the right decision they they get to go free like i wonder if nope, it seems to be Sacrifice that they they have to the they have to point, kill them the whole point of the creepy harbinger at the beginning right at the gas station they they say is this is this is basically their checkpoint where they get the check mark off like oh yep they did it willingly right, yeah. right. Because, oh, look, we put a creepy guy right. and it's not exactly the best warning cuz they're not actually trying to warn them off. They're just right. trying to check that box of, yes, we warned them. They did right. it willingly. Right. But, but my point, my question is, because uh, freaking Shaggy Doo over here, <laughs> he brings up, he's like, yeah, you just get some people on stone tables, you know, creepy dudes in robes and cut their hearts out. Why you have to make it complicated? And I'm like, yeah, I, movie wise, I get that they're playing on the whole, hey, here are the horror right. tropes, right? But in universe, I'm like, man, like if you put it to the whole nation of look like hey we got to have some sacrifices like every year look five of five of you have to come hunger game style yeah like surely there's gonna be some like depressed people who are like you know what volunteers tribute like guess what i'm a jock and then someone else over there is like i like sleeping around y'all can kill me i think the point is is that they have to unknowingly choose their fate. Uh, that was the whole scene with the basement, is that they had to pick something up that would seal their destiny. Did but it have to be knowing. annoying? Because I thought the whole thing was they yeah. just had to be like, they had to go into it voluntarily. Nah. They had to go into it voluntarily, but then they also had to make a decision that they didn't know would doom them, basically. All right, another question. Another question. Because sure. they say, they've mentioned multiple points throughout that it's it's also a part of like the entertainment of it for the folks below. Yeah. Yeah. So are the Elder Gods, like, is this straight up the Elder Gods watching and being like, yeah, this is fun. Like, I, I assume, assume it makes the it. blood more powerful kind yeah. of thing. Like, I think like, spell requires. I think it's part of why they have to do it this way. It's required. Yeah, it's I, not get, just, I get the know, impression the it's actions. a like magic thing. Like, if they do it this way, it works. If they don't do it this way, it doesn't work. Or yeah. like, it works, but like, there's more earthquakes throughout the year or some mm. shit. Like, like right, all be. our crops turn to blood or something. <laughs> turn to blood. What are they covering up? <laughs> that yeah. would be really, really Weather creepy. balloons. Oh, man. Open those up weather balloons turned all our blood. crops to blood. Right. You know how. I mean, there was a bunch of birds that got caught in the weather balloons. <laughs> the weather balloons. Turned the crops to blood. What are you going to do? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Ah, oh, those dang birds. So h- how about mm, you, Brian? Were you were you rooting for the teens? Not the teens, but for the kids or I for the court? I was rooting for the gods. Real? Because really? I... I'm just going by what they say, and I can't take their word as, like, decent truth because they're sacrificing people just to save themselves, which they're saving everyone, but I they didn't show me, like, a past thing that showed the evil gods, like, fucking babies or something. <laughs> as, as far as I know, the they just fucking. used to be the dominant species, and this is how humans learn to take over and that they have to keep them back down there. I don't know that they're actually evil. So uh, again, we get back to the whole like <laughs> erupting out of the center of the earth on fire kind of implies like maybe that's just how they're born. They're a volcano. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, if I'm sorry, you could be the most you could love peace. But if you're a, vol- a giant 3000 foot tall volcano man who like destroys cities as you walk, I'm still going to say I we mean, should probably try and stop. We you. destroy ants when we walk. Yeah, yes. and if the ants came up with some cool little like ant sacrifice show for us I'd to be watch, pissed off. I'd be no, I'd be like, 
you know what? I might not. St- I might look out for the ant hills and not step on them. To now. be fair, I don't kill any ants that aren't in my way. So, well, like, yeah, we don't you know. actively do it, and they probably don't actively kill people. They are just giant fire people. <laughs> I feel like they. I can't have, believe that Brian is pro giant elder gods. <laughs> I, have you met Brian? I'm not surprised by this term. There's one a bunch person, of unknowns about this. If they could give me proof that they're evil <laughs> yeah, and bad, the, you know, they say they're bad, but we haven't heard the elder god side to this story. <laughs> yes. You, so you think maybe maybe these elder gods are peace loving folk who have just been trapped down there by ancient ritual ma- magic? Not necessarily peace loving. I think they're just another type of being that was dominant. You know what's kind of weird is seeing Chris Hemsworth in this movie. Yeah, a little because bit. after like, seeing him as Thor for so long. Well, it's not just that. Well, it's it's part. It's it's sort of that. It's he's so much you know ingrained as Thor in my mind. But it's mainly that like I don't know any of these other actors, but I know Chris Hemsworth, yeah. and so like he stands out to me like a sore thumb. Like how did he I, get word of this? Like did he just really want to do uh, this? It's probably around the same time. Yeah, I think it was slightly before because Aven- the first Avengers came out in twenty eleven. Yeah. So the the thing that's that she was already pretty. I mean, the first Avengers came out in 2012. This came out in 2011. So yeah. he'd been Thor already. So yeah. like, yeah, it's it's not that he does a bad job. He does an amazing job. Oh, I mean, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is is really good in this kind of thing, and I really I enjoy him. And honestly, I think the fact that he dies so early is a big part of why I'm not really rooting for Chris the Hemsworth? people. Yeah, he dies third. He dies, yeah, he dies like he but, dies like halfway through still, the movie. Though. There's still like a yeah, exactly. He dies about halfway through the movie. So there's a good chunk of the movie where he's just not around. And honestly, okay. I don't really care about the scholar guy i don't no. i really don't care at all about the stoner guy i like and the stoner guy. I, I mean he's just eh. I, the stoner I do, guy he's, I ha- he's funny he's, yeah he's, he's the strongest one like there him. he's funny but he's i don't know i don't <laughs> this is gonna sound super judgy, drugs make me not like, like people he, he just kind of like he seems like the kind of person that if i met him in real life i would be like nah i don't want to be around rick's this guy. over he's here like Man, if those elder gods were smoking pot, that's how we'd know they're the villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Brian's the one that needs to be proven that they're the villains. They have to, like, kill a dog or something. <laughs> right. But, like, he just isn't that interesting to me. I get that he's the he's sort of the funny one, but he's also just kind of, like, got that stoner personality, and I'm not into that. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't endear he, him to well, me at all. Okay, but for me, he doesn't even have the, like, aside from liking pot, he doesn't have the stereotypical movie stoner personality for me. Well, he's because got the he, he he old style hippie version where he's always, like, thinking of what, is, what are those scenarios called? Like plots, that like the hypotheticals, and, right. and conspiracy theories. Yeah, he's, he's got the theories. paranoia yeah. going. Yeah, the thing that is, it, the thing is for me that is that's all he talks about. Like everything that he does, he he like either has a joint in his hand at the moment or is talking about doing pot or something like that. And I mean, like if that's your whole personality, of, that's sort of an issue. He is one note, but I mean that's kind of the point. Oh yeah, that no, that's, that's 100 yeah. the point. I just don't like that one mm. note. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think that I'm not sitting here like, yeah, he did pot, so he deserves to be murdered by <laughs> by murder hillbilly zombies. You just know people who do pot that you hate. That you want to be murdered by yeah. hillbilly zombies. No, not anymore. I mean, they've all been killed by hillbilly zombies, so it's cool. <laughs> Mission successful. Exactly. Yeah. No, it, it like he just doesn't endear himself to me. So when he, it's like this one dude against the weight against the entire human race, I'm like, eh, well, okay, you know, okay, okay. No okay. I, I could see where you're coming from, except for me. Like his character is is way more entertaining. It almost gets redeemed by the fact that by the fact that he's the one who's talking sense in this. It's almost and, and you could say it's because of the, you know, stereotypical stoner paranoia sure. kind of thing. But he is the one who's like, Hey, you should stop reading that Latin. We're right. in yeah. a creepy I, ass I do, basement. I do yeah. like that they the point out that like one of his one of his things like 
of of pot wasn't treated right, and now it's actively working against them. Yeah, for he's whatever like reason. immunized himself against all their crazy. Yeah, I did. I thought that yeah. was funny. The the thing that really turns me off against him, and this is not fair to the character at all, but it's that I really hate that he very clearly dies in that scene. Like, there's that burst of blood. Like, he should be dead no yeah. matter no, what. No, 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 no. That's him stabbing the zombie. No, they have black blood. It is clearly very red blood. Like it, it's it's to me it's and it also like he gets stabbed like thirty seven more times so it's not like that yeah one. and Chris Hemsworth gets like stabbed, stabbed by shoulder. a dude and eaten by a bear and crap it doesn't or whatever. slow him down <laughs> no, at the, all no, no he none of the wounds yeah. and that no. is these that is down. that is sort of an issue for me overall is the, that I don't really like how much damage have, they take the question I have is they break the little vial and the fool's blood comes down mm-hmm. whose blood is that. Another fool. Well, I mean, I don't think Just that. I don't blood. think it's their blood, it, or if it, it is, they've I think like it's more got symbolic. it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's either the, it's symbolic or they got their blood earlier through some other source That's a and lot have poured of blood. it. In. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, so so it's like <laughs> they hey, have genetically got... made werewolves and shit. I don't think they a, some blood is going to be a big difficult to get. But so you're saying it's it's like okay, we've got our sacrifices here, and when they die, we we, we spill the goat blood into right. the thing, yeah. and it's that just counts part of the ritual. Okay, okay. I am I'm an also annoyed that they like just conveniently don't have a camera to show I guess that one angle when they have cameras everywhere else that show every well, place. Well it shows like that they, they had technical difficulties in different places maybe that one camera was it down could have been. this is a massive operation. It could have been that around. but it just it annoys me that that happens and it's so clearly a fake out and that is also Especially playing with horror That tropes. would have been perfect for the fake out of the camera there just doesn't work so it like goes to uh them trying to watch it happen and the camera's out and like oh shit the camera's out here. right maybe that yeah. would like have worked they, they could have made that work yeah, yeah. And, and it just it's not there and it, maybe the it gods don't me. like losing their immersion and if they saw the camera that's down there in that concrete room that's not a grave they're like oh this is so fucking campy I can't believe this <laughs> the <laughs> movie is it. ruined yeah, yeah maybe that so maybe that's it I'm curious if you took all of the bits of the uh, underground base and edited out every single scene and just had the uh, college kids at the cabin. Would this make for a decent slasher movie? Would you get rid of the the Stargate force field? I think it would be like uh, a... I think you got something else or yeah. something, yeah. I think it would be a decent, like... It would be a decent, like, short film if you could yeah. edit it together in such a way that made it work. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it would be... Gr- I think it would be fun, but not as good as it is. Like, obviously, You would right. need to but add a lot I'm more I'm just wondering if, if you think the slasher film parts, the parts that are obviously emulating a slasher film, actually would work in that genre by I think themselves. so. I mean, I, Joshua had to run out of the room crying, so, like, yeah. clearly... <laughs> I did not. I was very brave. You were. All the you way to the bedroom where you went to sleep with the light on. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think so. I think a lot of it um, relies on the fact that we know that there is a separate hmm. a separate entity aside from the zombies who are working against them. I think I think they are too successful throughout the movie hmm. uh, for it to really work as a slasher film on its own. Who, uh, who is too successful? The kids. Like, they get away too many times. They hmm. they are too smart at times. Well, but if you were cutting out a lot of that stuff, you would cut out a lot of the times where they were smart and got away, and it would end up being a lot quicker. Well, well yeah, but then that's not really going by what Andrea said. Then it's just like, hey, what if we just recut... Yeah, the movie as opposed that's, to just that's what you should, as no, opposed if you to just cut out the uh, the underground base and scientists and everything and yeah, left like just everything. the slasher yeah, film. Yeah, that, that that is that is the assumption I was working under. But yeah, then, like, but then you still have the parts of them getting away and being being ton, intelligent. Like, at times. Not really. Like, I don't think they get away that often. I mean, somebody dies the very first time you even see the zombies. Yeah, that happens. And then, like in this version, you've got to assume you, Marty has to actually die in yeah. when when he gets attacked. So he's gone for real. They they really only get away. 
a couple of times and then they all di- at the end of this version of the movie she dies on on that pier so like yeah. they're all screwed yeah i i still i still think it even the slasher parts are are buoyed up by the fact that we know there's there's this you know bunker full of people working. I think, yeah. I think that definitely adds things to it. But I think that if you were to, tr- I think you could make a competent, decent movie out of just cutting together the slasher movie elements of it. I think yeah. it would be okay. It wouldn't be like groundbreaking, groundbreaking or amazing, but it's it's not intended to be. It I would think be B roll exactly. I think it. I think it functions within within just that that context. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, when when I when I sit down and watch through this movie. Um, I'm rooting for the kids, uh, okay. even even at the end when when you know it's like, hey, kill this dude to save the whole world. I'm like, well, you know what? I have. They talk about they talk about how they've had to start doing this to placate the the elder gods or whatever. But we only see the world that exists from this bunker, right? Yeah. Anything else aside from like the brief moment where they're like packing for the trip, mm-hmm. we don't really know much about the outside world that exists. I'm pretty I mean, sure I would, it's our world. I would assume it's supposed, at least intended to be our yeah. a normal, ordinary Earth. I, I mean, they didn't I, like offhandedly talk about how they ride pterodactyls to go on vacation <laughs> or something. <laughs> but but still, like I don't know. I'm rooting for the kids. I'm like, nah. You know what? Screw them. Like. I, I think it's because I think it would be so easy to just ask for volunteers that I'm like, man, you go into all this trouble to like make it this horrible and brutal for people when you could just be like, stab, 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 stab. All right, we're good to go. I do like that they have that one. I guess he's like a security guy or something. But yeah. like the guy, who, the, the black guy who is like, why are you guys doing this? This is horrible. Like that, that character to sit there and kind of be in judgment of everyone like yeah. who gets it, but at the same time is clearly deeply uncomfortable with yeah. the entire he thing. He refuses I, to bet in the pools about how they die. Yeah, exactly. And, like yeah. I, I like that they, they kind of hang a lampshade on like, yeah, this is really messed up and and horrible that these people are doing this, and they kind of have to deal with it in in a variety of really well, yes, messed up ways. There's only so many ways you can deal with living in a world where you have to be responsible for death every year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what it kind of reminds me of is that South Park episode with Britney Spears, where like they have to kill her every year or kill a. Do you guys have you guys not seen I that? I think I've seen that one. I the Britney Spears the one, one where, I was thinking of. No, maybe it was. It's the one where she blows her head off like early in the episode, and she's like missing the top half of her head for like uh, most. Wait, of it. I kind of do remember. Yeah, and they kill her was... at the end with like just by taking a tons of pictures at, of her. Yeah, yeah. It's a, what it's does that episode. have to do with anything? It's another thing where they sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, yeah, I, I look. I, I I'm sorry. I didn't follow no along with any of that. that so I probably could have explained it better. <laughs> but yeah, there's another episode. There's that episode of South Park where like they go on to this thing of like every year we need this, some kind of sacrifice of a a young pretty person to just you know make the cops. You'd think grow or Britney something. Spears would stop working after a little bit? You'd think. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I okay. New question. What did you guys think of the zombie hillbillies? Because I I really wish they'd gone with something a little different. I think um, that's yeah. why they went with it was because zombie at that point in time was such a popular. It it fits really well with like what they were going for, and yeah. I think if they didn't go with that, they would have to go with something that is also generic to make this movie like work. Michael Myers s yeah, Jason s like kind it, of the thing. werewolf could have worked. I think like yeah. something like that, but you you need something that fits that specific sh- uh, slasher genre, and I think the zombie thing just adds an extra element to that. Um, yeah. I think if you go with something like, let's say dude got his wish and got the mermaids, I don't <laughs> think the movie works as well because it doesn't fall as easily into those yeah, tropes not that we're common. aware of. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think something really exotic was necessary, but I do wish they'd done 
something more interesting. Well, they did they... get to show off some of them by the end of it. By the end of it, yeah. But for the most part, you just see kind of super generic zombies. They don't do anything interesting with them. I was more interested in what happens if they were to open multiple things. Like if the guy had kept messing with the puzzle ball, mm. puzzle ball he was still into. Yeah, is it like yeah. inactive or is it just like, oh, we got a special one, boys. Like what and if all five of them triggered it at the same time? Yeah, is it like one super monster that's fused together? Or just you, know what, <laughs> you know what might have been interesting is if like when they're running through that room full of all the stuff at the end, like when they're uh, when Jules is dead and they're like trying to escape and they run back through that room, it would have been interesting if they like pick those up and start messing with them and like you have a big monster showdown with a bunch of different yeah. monsters getting out there to come get them. <laughs> okay, well, but that that kind of implies that them using these trinkets is what frees them, right? As which opposed is not really to what as is. opposed to like, oh hey, just all right, he he blew the conch. All right, set the conch, set the more yeah. people free. Thematically, yeah. it's the only way that it yeah, would they just work move the elevator over. Yeah, right. right. I, I don't know. At the, at the end, when we're seeing the kind of the zoo of different horror creatures and monsters and beings, for me, it gets almost too circusy. <laughs> We're like, it's it's cool to see these different things, mm-hmm. but it's like, ooh, what's that? Oh, wait, here's another one. Wait, what was that? Like, it is too much at one time that I don't really think any of them get... I, I don't know. It feels like a lot of them just get lost in the shuffle. Almost. The problem of it is, is that like all of these look like they're really interesting and you want to see more of all of them. A lot and, more interesting so, than the slowly shuffling one armed hatchet girl yeah. that's still chasing exactly. them about five rooms behind. Exactly. So that that does kind of is sort of an, an, an eh, is sort of an inherent problem with the movie, the way it's it's created. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, if what? you have one of those more interesting monsters that the movie becomes about them rather than the overarching the, theme. The, yeah. The meta thing that yeah. they're going for here i think part of the problem is that by the time you get to see all these uh monsters you kind of like oh i wish i had seen them more exactly and then you feel a little disappointed about the zombies exactly that is that is exactly what it is okay so of all the monsters that you see like running around in there which ones would you want to see a movie about Honestly, and this this might just be because of the way that the types of horror movies that I enjoy, because I don't hate all horror movies. I hate most horror movies, <laughs> uh, but I do like like monster movies or mm. slasher movies where it's a dude, right? right? Or a Yeti or whatever, right? Like it, it, I, I don't think some I've seen one with presence. a Yeti, but 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 it's some like physical like it, it can be a monster but it's like this is a thing that exists it's mm. concrete and if you stab it, it enough times in the right places it's gonna die like, right i like I, when we watched halloween i liked halloween even though mike myers has the like oh man he's basically unstoppable you can shoot him and stab him and he's still gonna keep coming he's still like a person that if you hit with your car you can run over him and get away for a while yeah, well and, and i thought in the he first was, movie like in the really first one he was it. just like a superhuman, whereas he's later even, on he becomes more supernatural. In the first one, he's not even really that superhuman, except for that last scene where he gets shot and then isn't there when like and stabbed yeah. and falls two stories. But I mean, that stabbed. Yeah, I remember she, the girl stabbed, stabbed him yeah, like okay. in the she face. Did. Gotcha. Huh. With like a coat hanger, re- right? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I remember, remember like maybe she stabbed like that. him with something right in the fucking face. I don't think that happened because like they take off his mask in that one. I like, think that's, that's why deal. he took off his mask is because he stabbed her no, in the face. He was like, "Ow, off his my eye!" Huh. I don't remember. You might be thinking the of off. the the like remake that we watched. I think that happened in that. You're one. thinking a face off. 
<laughs> I don't think that happened in Face Man. Yeah, when not? they took his face off. Man, off. why haven't we watched Face Off yet? Can we go back to Nicolas Cage yet? <laughs> Spin the wheel of Cage again? Yeah. There's probably some spooky Nick Cage movies out there. But, but, but all... Face Off isn't one of them, and I want to watch Face Off. <laughs> I think it's impossible to have a Nick Cage in a horror movie. He just could not do it. He was in that uh, alien movie where the world ends. Where he was the spooky. alien. <laughs> well, no, but he's You mean he's every like, movie? What, what was the movie where his son was getting like numbers written down and it was like writing was important dates and numbers? Was it? The Ant Bully. <laughs> That's why it was, the Ant Bully. No, okay, okay. To, to answer but, your question, though, to answer right. your question, I would have liked to see one of the, like, big, like, monster creatures. Like, there's the giant, like, anaconda cobra right. that, that's there. That or, was like, cool. the. I, th- I, I As much as I made jokes about it at the time, I do think it would be funny to see the movie where the unicorn is, like, the horror <laughs> beast that's coming <laughs> and hunting them down. Yes. Um, but something like that, where it's not the wraith that's right. swooping around, right. and it's not, like, the weird, like, twist neck crawl on the now, ceiling girl is from... that because you think those are scarier though no no <laughs> why would i pick something that would be scarier rick <laughs> okay so yes you're scared more scared of those things yes those, so you don't want to see those you're movies. allergic okay. to pork <laughs> if i were to give you some dishes in front of you and you're like you know this could be good but what if i added more pork to it <laughs> i would I enjoy you... having more horrible diarrhea the reason i say <laughs> that is because to me the wraith is looks super lame like that just isn't doesn't look scary at all like that that's just kind of a eh, which one's the wraith this just the, the like, ghosty one yeah, yeah the, the ghosty ghost one, one that's yeah. like flying around and shit like it just doesn't seem that interesting to me it depends um, on what it would do well, to people yeah it doesn't them. seem it doesn't seem that scary when it's like hey here we are in this nice perfectly lit elevator and we can slowly see it approaching it's like oh well yeah that's not scary i, mean, I just don't see but, any circumstances where i would be like oh that uh, uh, uh wraith uh run away if that came swooping out <laughs> swooping at you right out of that wheel of cage right now you'd be like oh shit <laughs> i would yes, be yes, I would. In, the cage. in that case yes i would be but if i was watching a movie i would be like oh you know I'd really rather have that merman in here. <laughs> oh my gosh, you would not. Andreas, which which monster would you want to see the movie based on? I think I would want to go with the werewolf because we don't get enough good werewolf movies. And that is very true. We yeah. do need more good werewolf movies. It's pretty much American Werewolf in London and that's it. I've never seen, seen that. Seen is that. that a horror movie? Yeah. Yes, it's a horror movie. <laughs> well, I don't know. American American Werewolf in London sounds like, oh no, like here's a okay. teenager can, who's falling in love with this other teenager, I but can, he's a werewolf. That's How fair. is he going to win I, her heart? I forget that you are not the very Night well of versed Prom in... is also a full moon. Oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I would watch you... that movie. <laughs> and that's called Teen Wolf. But <laughs> that's would... what I'm thinking about. That's, that is, yeah. is that the t- is that the plot of Teen Wolf? I have no idea. I've never seen Teen Wolf. <laughs> okay. The, no, I forget that you you aren't like super aware of horror movies. Like I I am very aware of that. Just because one, it's a it's a classic, and two, it has hands down like it has never been beat the best werewolf transformation of any movie. I think period. I have actually seen it when I was a yeah. Teenager. Everyone's like, yeah. at least seen the transformation. Scene. I would I would hope so. I yeah. honestly remember nothing like, I, of the movie. I, I really hope. That someone will request like, American Werewolf in London so that we can make Josh watch American Werewolf in London. No one do that, please. Are you putting in a listener request request? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Someone, please go to our it, Twitter it at OpinionCast and request. It gets around to Rick's turn. He's like, oh, uh, someone requested American Werewolf in London. But <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm just like last my... time. I forget who. Looks like we'll watch it again. <laughs> I'm actually pretty happy with the one that I'm, I'm picking based on the request well, that I've got. D- d- but if someone request American Werewolf in London <laughs> to opinion cast on Twitter. Get out of here. Um, okay. Brian, I, wait. Brian, Brian, you haven't gone. What, which one do you want to see your, your movie based on? Um, the 
the director's favorite monsters that they referenced were the the disemboweling goblin brothers <laughs> okay. and they're or imps something right. like they're basically you see them in the background a lot and they're just two good pal goblins who like disemboweling stuff. okay that's fair i, I want sound... i want to read their little like how they get summoned and like what are they it's like a bro comedy but right yeah <laughs> there's but about disemboweling people uh-huh. yeah there's two that i really want to see like the one is the robot, the oh, robot yeah, the that's little, like oh, skittering yeah. around. Yeah, that's like, like crazy, like buzz saws and yeah. shit all over it. That like, because in most things where there's a robot, it's pretty clear that the robot like was intended for like this purpose. Like, yeah. it, may, it's it wasn't meant to be a, a kill bot, but this <laughs> yeah, is very but this obviously one's very obviously like what is what is my purpose, master? To scurry around and use your buzz saw on everything. <laughs> yeah, I do want to know how they would fix the setting for him. Like, would they like add a legal like warehouse full of tools and stuff for them to find right. no when they get down to the torture dungeon they it'd be like oh it's the machine shop oh right. I, yeah. I sure there'd hope some, i don't have to chop saw something and then there'd be like some kind of crazy like a crazy scientist that dude a question to mind there is a specifically a torture dungeon in the uh, i think that gets moved in heaven. when they pick it like yeah. that's so, my guess it's, it's probably like, just another cube that like slides yeah. up and yeah because mm-hmm. that's the only way i can imagine because otherwise it wouldn't work for everything else it's a merman and it's just like oh wow they've got an in-cellar in-ground pool (laughs) what is this cave underground with a big river going through it exactly but the the other one that i really want to see like and i kind of genuinely want to see this is the like buzzsaw version of pinhead yeah like that guy just has a interesting Mm -hmm. creepy look that honestly is genuinely better to me than actual pinhead yeah it's like that uh that show on sci-fi where people would like come in and create their own monsters and compare like like they did a really good job on his concept. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm very curious to what that would be. Like clearly it seems from the little shot that we get where he's like trust a guy up that it's he's still doing that like let me show you the furthest reaches of experience in pain. There and all had that. to like, have been just... some weird play on words for the ballerina with the mouthful of teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that thing, like that thing, yeah, is one creepy. that I'm really not. I'm not scared of that one at all. It's like, like the ballerina just, lamprey. Yeah, it's just too yeah, like just weird by itself. To, if she had supernatural abilities and like did yeah. like made you spiral like Uzumaki style. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, like who style? Uzumaki. It's a Junji Ito is a famous um, guy who does Japanese horror, manga, horror and, manga. Like he, they're really scary. Like you they should stay the fuck up. away from those. Yeah. they make but, you just think about it all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty horrifying. I don't want to do that. I yeah. kind of actually want to make you sit down and worry. Oh, screw but, all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the fault one. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that one's real. This good. hole yeah. is mine. Yeah. Oh, I read that one. Yeah, yeah right. That yeah, that guy. I yeah. was like. Really? Well, that one wasn't yeah. the scariest one, but it's just like that's that his really style of like it just is one of those things that it just kind of sticks with you. Or yeah. where it's more unnerving than like terrifying. Yeah. A lot of the time, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I really want to. Yeah, see yeah I'm dude. sure we could have seen this buzzsaw ballerina just be unnerving and not terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like she's got her giant lamprey full of teeth mouth, and she just comes over and starts like sucking on their arm instead yeah. of like biting okay. them. I'm gonna take reverse all your question. <laughs> Which one would be the lamest to watch? Because I have an easy answer on that one. Mm. Definitely the people with the masks, because that is the lamest horror concept to me. Like some people get in your house with and they're married masks. Yeah, those are usually my least favorite. Actually, I was going to put that as my second one because I really liked uh, the Strangers. I hate that movie. I'm not it's so either. boring. Not surprising. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to talk about other horror movies. <laughs> I mean, that is one that was requested. I think of us, so maybe we will talk about uh, it. All right. Okay. I, I want to get off the monsters for a little bit and and talk about because we mentioned before just how many. Uh, uh, horror tropes 
are exist within this movie. And a lot of them are like the, oh, you know, hey, obviously it has to do with the characters, right? Like, oh, you've got the, the, uh, the blonde whore and mm-hmm. you've got the the athlete and what, the what, what else the, and yeah the she called him the scholar and the virgin the and, and the fool and the, the fool. fool yeah yeah the fool. and and that's what they're called those are the roles that they have to play i really like how they explained away how they how they keep getting people to fill these roles yeah. where where they have the chemical department and oh hey you know how did you make her so you know ditzy for for the the girl who has to play the part of the whore, right? And it's oh well, we put chemicals in her hair to mm. you in know lower dye. brain cognition, and we also you know, pumped pheromones into her AC to hi- raise her libido or whatever. Yeah, right? and then they messed with the one dude's weed and stuff like that. Like yeah. I, I I thought that was really interesting. I really like because it is it is the the stereotype of these are the people that ha- have that, that show up in the horror movie. But and they're die. explaining why it keeps happening. As, yeah, right, yeah. Because they're making it. They're, they're That's forcing how it I would think that this world is actually different than our world. Is that this stuff has actually been happening and just being ring off by the government as like. Right accidents or like right but there are monsters in this world whether they all were built by these people or found i think the fact that it's so like it's it's this is not something that's happening in like a tiny corner where no one sees it though like like it would be in a real horror movie this is like a thing that like is very very like put together yeah so it's not something there would be rumors about i would think i think there are rumors about unless it's an intent the government is making it that may be the thing is like if there are though like it's a thing that like they are intentionally putting out there as part of the ritual i think but but I, I don't know I just I just really appreciated how because I mean we talk about how sometimes in movies when you explain the science behind things mm-hmm. it ends up taking away from the movie because it's like well you know okay you've just raised more questions with the answers that you've given but I think in this one it works like it's just an, because they don't talk about how the pheromones work it's just like right. hey we, chemicals yeah. and the chemicals did the thing we want which chemical like, okay, did cool. they use to make the jock suddenly give up on his plan to stick to gathering and do the opposite thing? uh chemical opistanium yeah, right <laughs> like, exactly but it, it, it doesn't matter it's just hey here's the spritzing with this and now they change their mind right <laughs> yeah. like and, and, and i like that i think part of the reason why it works is that they aren't using a gobbledygook science jargon in order to explain away some question you already have they're doing it to explain away a question that they are giving you they're like they're putting forward like why are they acting differently well because we're doing this yeah right they're not making you think why are they acting so differently and then they come in and try to explain it away. Well, and, and also it's the they're answering questions that you have from previous movies, yeah, right? Like, Where, why are these kids so stupid? Or, or, or like, why you know? Yes, the oh, you hear something up at the top of the stairs, and everyone shouts, "Don't go in there!" Right? And yeah. then it's like. Well, yeah, of course. Why would you ever go in there? And they're explaining that. Or like, why would you ever split up? Yeah. Yeah. Have any of you guys ever seen Community? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's like the one the one episode where they're sharing their horror stories and Abed's story is just like, ah, yes, we, we see that villains have come. We've barricaded all the doors and windows and are standing back to back holding weapons. And then that's how you would try yeah, right. and yeah. survive in that yeah. circumstance. Sure, yeah. And obviously that doesn't make for a good movie, but I like that in this movie it's, yeah, they try that first, basically, right. and, yeah. and it explains, hey, here's why, yes, they are trying the rational thing to do, right. but we're showing you how we how solve we this manipulate problem. and solve yeah. this problem of this is how real people act, and we've still got to get them to fit into these horror tropes. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I, I like that as well. It does a good job of letting you stay bought in to the story. 
and that's that's the important thing like really yeah. as as the audience that's really what you're you're looking for and you the problem with those those moments when like oh why are we gonna go up there alone naked and get in the shower or whatever it is because <laughs> you're usually like that is the dumbest thing you could possibly do and you should know that and that's what breaks your 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 intent or I'm, your uh i'm curious then speaking of like uh tropes and everything what do you think of its commentary on tropes and uh, genre and how formulaic movies often are and how people kind of desire that in horror movies? Well, talking about it being ritualistic, I think yeah. that there is a lot of ritualism around around Halloween and around around movies that we... You know, Halloween movies are often very campy, but yeah. they're enjoyed for it. Right? Yeah, because they, it, we because... have expectations that we want met from this movie rather yeah. than something new always. Exactly. In this movie, it's ritualistic because they're having a ritual, but you could just as easily say formulaic, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and this is a genre where a lot of people appreciate the formula. Yeah. I mean, I think that what's interesting to me is that it if you you kind of have to play with it in terms of like okay this is the horror movie thing and what they are a lot of times trying to do in horror movies at least of slasher the slasher genre is get you to a point where you can enjoy the killing yeah and that to do that you kind of have to dehumanize characters and turn them into someone that you don't like and that way when they get slaughtered you're you're kind of rooting for the the bad guy but you also yeah. kind of have to walk that thin line of like letting people feel like no we're not really rooting for that bad guy like yeah because then they kind of feel icky because then wh- why am i a sane person rooting for this mass murderer right exactly and yeah. i mean it's because humans like to see blood and guts we're violent creatures it's just <laughs> sure. sort of the way we are but at the same time like people don't want to be made aware of that and so if you're not careful with that with your, your i guess your ritual you know it's it's not going to work yeah it's, it's kind of like uh, does anybody else here like look up crime stuff like look up information about horrible people i don't have a wealth mm-hmm. of knowledge about serial killers i don't know why you would say mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't have a creepy amount of encyclopedic knowledge of criminals and their their crimes <laughs> but, no but there there is something to it where i mean it's like you said we're we're kind of like almost put offishly like fascinated by it oh yeah yeah Yeah. i think i think that's normal i mean i think that that is a if you want to explain that like genetically i think that's because like if you look at a bunch of stuff that is if you are drawn to seeing the terrible mistakes that people made that got them into horrible situations where they were murdered you will then at least theoretically avoid those situations Mm, yes i will avoid solving puzzle boxes (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly well and okay you're talking about that though but it's interesting because the people in the bunker almost act like it's a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you, I mean, I think about situations I've been in at, like, parties and stuff where, you know, you're making jokes at the screen or you've and got... And then comes out of nowhere and just bites your head off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, every Halloween. No, but, you you know, they're passing around the drinks and the popcorn and the snacks and stuff and everyone's having a good time. And a lot of times it's just kind of playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see, that we see that for the people in the bunker, yes... It's to appease these core dwelling gods. Yeah. But also it's, you know, once once they're once they're pretty satisfied that they've accomplished their goal, it turns into that that kind of horror movie watching experience for them where at no point do they really care about these kids. Right. Even though because 
because there there are plenty of times where hey you know this is the sacrifice that needs to be done and I'm sorry that it has to be you right yeah. but that's not in this movie in this movie well, it's just like all right it is and, a little bit at the end and the zombies and I think when? it is a little I think I feel like Sigourney Weaver is a little bit like hey we're sorry we don't really want to do this but like this is the situation oh, I don't feel like she's sorry I feel like she's like fed up with it like she's going in there to well the right, guy come on, come on die already so we can move I mean on I think that's it. a part of it There's but I think it is like then, actually the guy who got stabbed uh no actually i can't remember his the character's name the the other operator the one who was in yeah, yeah the uh, guy who got stabbed no the no, one who was in uh face you know, oh yeah Mormon. when he's talking about it, and he's like tequila yeah right yeah. before tequila uh he's uh watching the video of um the girl getting the girl by... uh, getting attacked by the uh the last of the zombies and he's like you know i really hope she makes it through this and then the tequila comes out i was like fuck I mean, that on the he, but, he's but, starting but, to go in into the scenario. somber bad place that he well, gets no. when he realizes he's been murdering all these people. No, but, but it's even, clearly being on his mind. No, but even that comes across as like rooting for like a character in a show or a character in a movie. I mean, I think yeah, he's, like, it's more he's than rooting the show for because he's else. spunky. Not because like, man, I sure hope she lives because she's a human being and I don't want her to die. I think in, it's if more you were, than anyone else shows though. I think Nobody if you were forced gets. into that situation though where you had to do that kind of thing, you would have to look at them that way. Like, you, you need couldn't. some kind of mechanism to detach you from this or else you're Just going to want to kill yourself. Right, exactly. Like you, this is, this well, is yeah, not but a, then you find out which of the categories you fit in and you volunteer as tribute. It but you work can't that do that. Either. Exactly. We've been over that part. It doesn't right, right, work right. that way. Like, and they're not young people, so it really doesn't work that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, like it. It. I, I honestly like. I feel bad for those guys because it seems to me clear from a, a couple of little moments that they like do have to deal with the fact that like they're doing terrible things and they just mask it with a lot of humor most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. The woman from uh, from Cam even uh, says at one point, "No, they're celebrating. I'm drinking." Yeah. Exactly. But like, she could have no, just been doing she, that because yeah. she wanted to bone the. No. Guy, the she was other doing guy. that because she was worried about because she was stressed out about the like the cave not blowing up in time. No, she really wanted to bone the security guy, and she <laughs> saw that he was uncomfortable by it. So she's reading the room. It's like, I'm not celebrating. I'm just drinking. I, I, I sure wish as, I had someone to drink with me. I took it as she was drinking to deal with the fact that they were murdering Is people. No, the the way she was drinking well. because she was she, she was so stressed out about the fact that they just had such a close call with the cave-in. Yeah, she I mean, was, that may no, also she was, have been a part of it. It just seemed she like seemed she was worried about time. her schedule and making this work out rather than she was about those individuals. Yeah, yeah. she did. Either, either one works for me. Like you can You can read it either way. I think both work, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, you you ready to get into final thoughts? Does that anybody have anything else you want to add before we get into them? No, I think I'm I'm ready to start. Yeah, All right, uh, I'll start and we'll go around the table. Brian, we'll end with you since this is your pick for the night. No, oh, okay. Um, I I actually enjoyed this movie. It's I don't enjoy a lot of horror movies, but through the October month of spooks, um, you've had been forced to experience a lot of well, them. Well, and, and and there have been a couple here and there that I enjoy. Um, and the Listener Appreciation Month of Spooks is no different. Uh, I enjoyed this movie because of the scenes in the bunker. Um, yes. The humor there mm. and just watching them try and like solve things when stuff was going haywire, which was very different from the way things were going terribly like yeah. up on the surface where people were getting killed by zombies. Um, it was just entertaining. It was really funny. Um, so that's got to be my favorite part of the of this movie. Uh, yeah, my favorite part of this horror movie was the part where it was a comedy. Yeah. Um, my least favorite part, um, man, I really enjoyed all of it, and it's weird to say that my least favorite part is the is where we see all of the different creatures because there are so many different creatures there that I think are really cool and would love to see, you know, 
if if they had substituted those monsters in for our hillbilly zombies, but I think it's it's too chaotic where I can't really appreciate them, and it it kind of goes off the rails for me a little bit. Where so much of the uh, in the bunker scenes had felt really tight to me, uh, even even as chaos was going on, this one didn't seem that way. With all the monsters running around back and forth, hmm. it felt uh, a little too chaotic. It kind of lost some of the charm for me. Um, Overall, though, it was a really good movie. I'm going to give it a four out of five husband bulges. <laughs> good one. Hmm. I I think this is a really good movie. This is it's a lot of fun. It has a lot of f- cool things to play with when it gets to like the meta level. Yeah. Um. And it does a really good job of of playing with those in a way that keeps you invested in the actual story while still saying things about the genre. Um, and I think that it's not boiled de- or not burdened by having like too much of a message. And I think that's something that could have easily been yeah. uh, a big problem with the movie. Um, my favorite part of this movie is probably the scenes like that are behind the scenes, like where where they're just mm-hmm. you know like just manipulating things, and that's yeah. just, that's just fun to watch. And those characters are are very fun to to sit with, even though they're kind of horrible monsters. I like <laughs> that they are aware of it, and yeah. they also seem to me to have to deal with that. And it, I like that that whole experience. It kind of reminds me like of the behind the scenes of a uh, haunted house. Yeah. I worked on one before, and it's very similar. I can see just that. Like, yeah, I've just flick the lights, walking through. All right, there's your cue. Step on out. Right, exactly. Go, it's, ooga, it's booga, booga, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. yeah it's, scare them. Step back in. Wait for the next crew to yeah. come through. Exactly. It's fun to take something that is you know as emotionally heightened as scaring someone and boil it down to base mechanics and you know yeah. see someone who is almost bored by it. Yeah. That's that's a that is an interesting way to take take things and make it make it fun. Um, my least favorite part about it is that honestly, by the end of the movie, I'm not at all invested in the two that are still alive. Uh, I don't really care for the stoner, like I said, and I'm not really on um, the the Virgin Girls side either. By the end of the movie, mm-hmm. like she's she was interesting to me at the beginning, but the more the movie goes on, the less what personality she seems more to have. Interesting about her in the beginning, she seemed to have more specific like. She didn't seem as much of a stereotype at the beginning. At toward, the further the movie gets through, like it feels to me like she loses less and less. She gets less and less personality. She's just there to survive at that point. She's and, just the uh, the catalyst that moves the story along. Yeah, exactly. A at at yeah. a certain point, that that's what she kind of becomes. And so I'm not really invested in her surviving either. And I feel like if, like you wish she had delved more into wanting to fuck professors. I, I mean, <laughs> Why I didn't I let him take my second virginity? <laughs> I don't know what I really wanted specifically. We have to it. appease the old guy. Are, do any of them have their doctorates? Yeah, how but, old gods we talk. <laughs> but by, but by the end of the movie, like I, I feel really bad when the guy is getting his face eaten by the the merman, and I feel bad when dude gets stabbed in the stomach, like at the end there. You know, I, I, I want, and I, I wish that I could be on the side of these two when they're just sitting there like, yeah, we've decided not to die so and we're going to screw over the entire human race. I wish I could be on their side of that. <laughs> yeah. The way you say that, though. Cause I know. Like, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, mm-hmm. that's valid. That's the decision that they're making. Yeah. But, but I mean, I'm not trying to interrupt, but right, I, yeah. I agree because it really does feel selfish at that end point. Yeah, exactly. It feels almost done out of spite because, like, how dare you try and kill us? Exactly. That's sort of the thing is, like, they... They they are probably going to die from the wounds they have. Like they, that is that is well yeah. they die from the giant 
fisting they receive as Elrogoth rams the earth. But it seems to me like that it really come, does come down to the two choices that Sigourney Weaver puts out. Of yeah. like, you can either die for no reason, or you can die and save the entire human race. And I understand like the guy being like, well, neither option really sounds appealing. But at the same time, both like, sound appealing. They both both just sound so appealing. <laughs> Look, I just yes, really want to die right now. Yeah. Okay. But like, it, also, why didn't Sigourney Weaver just bring a gun? Like, come yeah. on, right? Yeah, I assume like, it was just. She barely got out of her room where everyone else was dying, and this is her last ditch, like right uh, effort to try and sure, sure. these yeah. things. Yeah, but yeah, I, at the end of the day, I wish I could be more on board with their decision to not kill themselves, essentially. Yeah, yeah. but I, I'm not. Like, I feel like really she shouldn't have hesitated and should have just shot that guy in the back while he wasn't looking. I think she should have hesitated and still gone through with it, and then like it was like one of these situations where like, oh, you can be part of the the crew now because you know too much, but. You and made like she, the right choice, and then like, and they're and, really and not, hurting for staff. Well, and, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not advocating for suicide in the movie, but it would have made a lot more sense for her to like kill him to save the world, and then kill herself out of yeah. like out of like sorrow and guilt, right? You know? Or also kill Sigourney Weaver just cause because they did fuck them over. So I, you know, right. I do think it makes the movie stronger that they do decide to say screw that and yeah. and I just like, don't like the thing. way that they exactly. I wish that I had been on their side of saying like, yeah, screw this. I like their mentality at the very end where they're talking about like. Humanity's been shiggy and giving someone else a try. I don't like the whole <laughs> giving who a try, just, giving the elder gods a try. Well, I mean, again, that is Brian, clearly Brian's side on this entire thing. <laughs> We've just been told what that they're evil. What platform are you advocating here? The elder gods rule the Brian. All they are appeased by human sacrifice. I mean, we eat animals. <laughs> I don't think that's the same. Thing. I don't watch my burger get murdered by cow zombies before I eat it. Some people are really into that. They're sickos. I would be, yeah. I would be into that. And so the Elder Gods are sickos. <laughs> okay. Who deserve to at, stay in their magma prison. At this one really nice steakhouse so. where they had, like, I think it was Wagyu beef, like the really, really nice stuff. The really expensive one. Yeah, they brought out, like, the certificate with the nose print of the cow. Oh, and I was like, gosh, gosh, yes, this is awesome. I no, would not, not order okay. that. I, I was like, Did this, does it have a nickname? Can you tell me? The steak <laughs> has been seasoned with its last tears. Excellent. That sounds delicious. You're a mon- You deserve to go down there with those elder gods. Yes, yes, I do. I'm a monster. I, I embrace this. <laughs> Anyway, what's your final rating? My final rating of the movie. Absolute monster. <laughs> My final rating is going to be um, four out of five conch shells. Oh. I think it's an excellent movie. I think it does a lot of stuff with it. I think there's just a couple little missteps that bring it down for me. But I think this is a, a excellent movie. And it is, honestly, to me, the best at doing what it does that I've seen. Yes. Like, nothing else is, I've, that I've seen has played with stuff as effectively as this. There's Scream that sort of does it, but I don't think it's nearly as good as this. Okay. I like the 13 Ghost. The 13th Ghost. That was a good movie. I haven't seen that in years. I didn't watch that. Actually, I, no, take that I haven't seen the first one. That was 12. a terrible movie, but I enjoyed the backstory on all the different no, ghosts. Yeah, that's what, how I felt about it. Like, yeah. There was some neat mega stuff going on in there, too. Exactly. Hmm. Andreas, how about you? So, I absolutely adore this movie. I love just how meta it gets and dealing not with just movies themselves, but the people who watch them. And as somebody who loves horror movies that are unique and different and try new things more than, you know, just having anything else, really, I'll forgive a ton if it just actually does new stuff. I loved how this kind of called out 
uh, viewers who just want the same thing over and over and over again, who don't mm. want to see any change to their uh, their ritual or their tradition or whatever, and just want to see the same five people die in varying different ways. I think ways. that would have to be the kind of people, like, the very rare people who wouldn't like this movie are the ones who become defensive about, like... Exactly. Like, they're being personally attacked by yeah. this movie. Those right? are very often the people who don't like this movie. Well, yeah. Um, my favorite thing has to be Marty. I absolutely loved Marty. He was so much fun, and I loved how he was the only person who actually saw through what was happening. Other than a couple of paranoid missteps, yeah. he actually started mm-hmm. to piece together a ton of it. Yeah. And Well, one of his weird strings of thoughts was on the right track. It's just he was so high that it would immediately switch over to Pop-Tarts or something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. Um, least favorite thing, I think, has to be the, uh, the Redneck Zombies. They just... They were a little bit bland. I think they could have done something more interesting while still keeping very much, you know, in the genre and following formula a little bit, Which, or at least use them a little bit more interestingly. I just, yeah, I don't think they really uh, had the used they didn't all have the, the punch. Potential. Yeah, they yeah. didn't use all the potential they had there. Well, and I forget which one of you guys said it, but someone mentioned that you know if they'd had a more exciting monster, Rich that would have taken it. that would have changed the focus of the movie yeah. to yeah. the monsters itself. So, I don't think right. we need something I, I agree, like super but, exotic, but something. But I agree that they're boring. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a there's a dozen zombie movies out there at the same time this came out. Well, and but these they all aren't did things normal zombies. These are weapon wielding killer zombies. Like they're not eating their brains. They're just. Yeah. They're you know basically Mike Myers. In I want a movie where the zombies zombie actually Myers are trying to eat brains. I have literally never seen that. I've seen uh, them eat arms and tear open stomachs. Mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. That's what but I've that's seen. That's an old yeah. black and, and white one. I've already it. seen the good old black and white zombie movie. Return of the Living Dead is in color. It's neither the Living Dead that isn't. Oh, either yeah. way. Either it's way, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> Don't watch it. It's, it's a terrible movie. Um, but even that is just a tiny little misstep. I'm not really going to count against it. I'm going to give it five claps collapsible bongs out of five wow perfect five out of five all right brian so my favorite thing about this movie is the same thing that i like about a lot of series and movies at all it's just we're looking at a small snippet of a really good built like world building yeah like it seems like there's a bunch to think about from this movie and that's my favorite thing like what what if a different scenario happened what happened in 98 and apparently what happened in 98 was the movie the faculty Okay, really? (laughs) Where, like, it followed the usual formula that they're going by this, but none of the kids die. Only the monster dies. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that, so, like, that's, like, did you look up the thing? They haven't, yeah, they haven't confirmed or denied it, but everyone's pretty much put it together that it had to have been the faculty. That's awesome. I love that. It's headcanon, basically. Yeah. Uh, So, my least favorite thing about this movie, which is pretty small, is how easy it is to let every single monster out of their cage. It's a flip switch and a button. (laughs) There's no, like, this should be worse than, because this is basically the end of the world is. Yeah. You think they would have, like, two keys you have to turn at the same time. Yeah, no, like two different different sides of the building. Yeah, like a handprint or something. Like, there should be two people in the world for each of the, like, right. places that can yeah. do this. And they're just you, like, shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to accidentally, like, sit on the control console and release every monster in Yeah, is yeah. that just the button that's just like, oh, we gotta clean the cages, everyone get the leashes for the monsters and take them for a walk while we clean <laughs> yeah. the cages. It, it, it's not even like it opens one cage, it's literally all of them. It keeps yeah. shuffling Yeah, you put it on shuffle and just every yeah. single thing can cut, get to turn out the elevator and then another one comes through the also, elevator. Also, it says system purge. System purge should be like, hey, Kill the monsters. we fill each cage with the gas and they all die yeah. Not, yeah. not hey we're purging our facility of us <laughs> yeah. like, that is the, you're purging the wrong system with that button <laughs> somebody got their wires crossed when they were I, making that. I can only assume that that 
would exist so that if someone were trying to take over the facility, they lay all the monsters down, and then after that, it self-destructs, and then it's like, okay, China will do the right thing next. You just <laughs> self-destruct first. That's true. There's no need reason to let the monsters maybe, out. Maybe it's a spite thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you guys. You die horribly and painfully. That yeah. is kind of how I would design it, so. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense that that's your least favorite part. Yeah. So, but overall, super great movie. I gotta give it a four out of five uh, puzzle balls. All right. Excellent. A very highly rated. I'm I'm happy that our listener appreciation month of spooks or our listener request month of spooks, whatever we're calling it, uh, has started off on such a strong foot. Again, strong thank you to Mr. Eat Your Booty on Twitter. <laughs> that will never not be funny to me. <laughs> Please request more things. Uh, good old Mr. Eat Your Booty. Uh, thank you for requesting this on Twitter. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what we pick next week. Uh, I think, Andreas, you or I are probably going to pick something next week, so I'm not going to give away what movie we're picking, but I'm looking forward to coming back and taking another crack at this long list of requests that we have. Trolls 2. It's not going to be Trolls 2. I can (laughs) tell you that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I really don't know if we could even do a podcast on Trolls 2. We could try. <laughs> if you want to listen to more of our attempts at podcasts, you can listen to them on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast and Opinionated Podcast on Facebook. Go to OpinionCast and request, uh, uh, what was the movie I wanted so bad? Teen Wolf. Te- no, it was not. American <laughs> it was Werewolf Teen in Wolf. London. Oh. Request Teen Wolf <laughs> on, on our Twitter at OpinionCast. Additionally, you can reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys, whether it's your suggestions for movies we should watch, like we're doing right now, or uh, your thoughts on episodes that we've recorded previously. Uh, If you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes or whatever podcasting app you use. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening, and until next time, we're opinionated. opinionated.